As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Thoughts lead to actions, and actions, habits, and habits, character, and character, destiny. Join this purple girl in her purple world as we share inspiration and build hope together, one thought at a time. The destiny you desire is only a thought away. Welcome to Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. This is Justina Page, your podcast host. Oh boy, it's Friday. And you guys know what Friday is. That's that day when I bring in my special guests to share their thoughts about one of my purple thoughts. And I am excited, excited, excited. I have one of my good friends here with me today. I have Evelyn Shepard. Hey, Evelyn. Hey, Miss Justina. How are you? I'm so excited and I'm happy and I'm blessed and thankful. And one of those things I'm thankful for is having you on the show today. How about that? Amen. Amen. Praise God. It's always an honor to to serve and to share with people, um, you know, what we go through and what God allows and how he brings us through. That's the most important important part is to bring hope to everyone in your conversations that's right building hope with purple thoughts so mm-hmm. i tell you what you guys don't know evelyn like i do so i'm going to share just a <laughs> bit about her evelyn shepherd is a child of the king teacher intercessor encourager motivator counselor and a minister of reconciliation and deliverance what you say <laughs> anyway she's a mother of Two brilliant sons, William and Stephen, and the nana of one beautiful, smart, obedient, loving, caring, and forgiving granddaughter, Sky. Sky is one of her students in her new assignment, the LIT program, L-I-T, guys, which stands for Leaders in Training for the Little People. I like that so much. <laughs> Evelyn is a former DOD contractor who worked and served in Iraq. Thank you for your service for four and a half years as a system administrator and help desk personnel. She has a mobile boutique, Too Cute to Pass. Too Cute to Pass Up? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, that's ma'am. what I thought. She comes uh, to you for the party and designs t-shirts and many other items. And they're awesome, guys. I, I've had some of her items and she's definitely made t-shirts for me. Her hobbies are reading, communicating, prayer and shopping. That is so beautiful. Wow. I like that. I like that. (laughs) So um, Evelyn, everyone likes to know how I meet all these beautiful people that I know. So how did we meet? How did we meet? We actually met at, uh, I believe it was a prayer, a prayer um, breakfast slash uh, conference type thing. Maybe it wasn't a conference, but it was a prayer breakfast while we were meeting with the Dynamic uh, Dynamic, Dynamic Women's Fellowship. Yeah, uh, with Stonecroft. Right. Yeah, in Pearland. Yeah, and and you were one of the special guests. I think you had met uh, the lady whose house we were meeting at. You had met her at the grocery store when you were doing a book signing for one of exactly. your books, and and she invited you to come to that meeting. And uh, I met you at that meeting, and then we of course. Uh, met a few times where we would go to their um, their gatherings where they were having at the country club. Remember, we would meet at that country oh, club yeah. in Pearland. <laughs> and so we just became friends and we continued to be friends from that point on. I just believe that God joined us in the spirit and we just happened to connect on that day because he knew that that day would come when we would meet and we would do work together for his kingdom. 
Oh yeah. Well, you sure right. Well, I remember you praying. I'll never <laughs> ever forget this. And you said somebody need to get back to their woman Bible study. I was like, <laughs> I opened my eyes. I was like, who that calling me out over there? I remember that you were saying talking about how God was saying how we need to get these things going, and it's not mm -hmm. a time to quit now. I'll never forget that. And see, wow. I'm on. I, I'm bold in the spirit, speaking it and obeying it. Amen. It don't have to be Amen. me just speaking it. I heard it. Mm -hmm. and I jumped right back on my little Bible study. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I'm still teaching my woman's Bible study, by the Praise way. Praise God. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. But I remember that. That's so awesome. Well, you know, everybody knows I am in armored with purple. So I call my thoughts purple thoughts. If you could choose a thought for your, uh, a, a color for your thoughts, what would that color be and why? It was just purple is my favorite color, and, and right. I've always I've always just been attracted to that color, even when I didn't know the significance of it from a biblical standpoint. Yeah, uh, meaning meaning royalty and all of those things. So my my mine would probably I would have to copy off of you on that one with the purple. That's thought. fine. It's enough purple <laughs> it would have to, to be it around. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because um, the purple is my favorite color, but um, that that would be what I would have to call it. That it would have to be. Uh, a purple thought from from Evelyn from Nana E. Okay. I don't call. Me, I don't gave myself a new name, Nana E, since I <laughs> became a Nana. So I'm Nana E okay. now. That Amen. works. That works. Well, I tell you what, I like that. So today, everyone's tuning in on this Friday, basically to listen to your thoughts about one of my thoughts. So why don't you go ahead and read that thought and then just okay. share the part? Okay. Okay. So the thought that I chose is called. Uh, uh, it was she wrote it about four days ago, and it says the enemy wants to distract us, but don't fall for it. My God, lift up your eyes to the hills from where your help comes from. In every situation, look for Jesus. He's there. Y'all, let me tell you, this blew me out the water because <laughs> I have been I have been going through so much stuff. And I know that the enemy is in the midst of it, trying to distract. He's trying to discourage. He's trying to cause many of us to just go somewhere and sit down and shut up but that is not the time to do so that is not the time to put yourself in time out that is the time to continue to like she said in this thought to continue to look to the hills look yes. to the place for where your help comes from and we that is not also not the time to get on the phone and call your girlfriends and all of these people unless this is somebody who god has connected you with in the spirit to be praying and interceding while you are going through your valley experience because yeah. many of us know we don't live on the mountaintop glory to god i learned mm -hmm. all of my best life lessons in the valley so i know that when god allows things to happen he allows it for, for one for me to take notes because i'm real good at dictation i'm real good at taking notes i'm real good at being observant so whenever when god allows us to go through things we got to know that it is him and when she says uh to look to look for jesus in it we got to make sure that we find god in every situation it does not matter how bad it is because god is always ever present the bible yeah. says he is with us even into the end of time so that means he's with us in the good and the bad and so many of us when the devil comes and he's hot and heavy on your trail we have a tendency to put more focus on him than the problem solver now we know the the enemy is the initiator 
of the problem, but God is the finisher. He is the one that's going to set that thing back in order. He's the one that's going to cause all chaos to come into peace. He's going to cause everything out of alignment to come back into divine alignment. So we need to make sure that we don't fall for the okie doke. I love the fact that she says don't (laughs) fall for it. We cannot allow ourselves to fall for it, y'all, because that is exactly what the devil wants. He wants you to get all entangled in what he is saying and forget what God said. You got to remember what God said in the very beginning. God has made many of us promises in uh, in private, but God is ready to make some of us uh, those promises come into manifestation publicly. But as we begin to draw closer into what God is ready to release to us, the enemy is going to be hot and heavy on your trail. So we just when I saw this, this just did it for me. She said the enemy wants to distract us. He don't not only do he want to do it, he's doing it. I, I, I hate to have to give him credit, but he's doing it and he's doing a good job at it. But we need to make sure that we're on top of our game as well. We need to know that we are we are we are uh, we are creators just like our creators. We have the ability to put the devil under our feet. We have the ability to redirect our focus and not allow what we're hearing in this ear cause this ear to come into agreement with it. We need to make sure that at all times that we're looking to the hills from where our help comes from. We know that our help comes from God. There's other help out there, but that's not the right help. We got to make sure that we don't connect with the wrong help. Glory to God. We got to make sure that we don't connect with a help that would take you to a place that God didn't intend for you to be. And then you find yourself trying to figure out how you got there and how you're going to get out of it. But now is the time to stay divinely focused, divinely focused. Oh my goodness. We have to stay divinely focused and we have to allow the spirit of God to lead us. And when we stay in communication with the father, I am a living witness that he will bring you, he will give you the strategy. He will give you every single detail that you need in order to bring yourself out on the other side because God wants us to come out. We got to understand that God allows us to go through so that we can come out and tell somebody else so we can help somebody else to become through, to be able to come through as well. So she said in the very end, she said, we got to look for Jesus in every situation because he's there. The Bible said he would never leave us nor forsake us. And we have to keep that in our remembrance. And I know sometimes the devil can turn the heat up so high and you think ain't nobody in there but you. But you had better know just like the three Hebrew bars. He was there with them in the fiery furnace. He is there with you as well. And like I said in the bio, I am an encourager. I encourage you to stay in fellowship with God, to stay in contact with heaven and to stay in covenant with what you once believed. And don't allow the enemy to cause you to start doubting what God said. Because if he said it, he is not a man that he should your lie and he will bring it to pass and so i just would like to encourage somebody today to know that don't fall for it that's the first thing she said you know it's like bullet points don't fall for it lift up your eyes to the hills that means don't be looking at your problem look above your problems because the problem is the area where satan has uh he has um he's over that territory but we need to look to the hills the hills are up high that's the place where we need to be looking from where our help comes from and also she said in every situation to look for jesus that that was very important. That was very important to me to know that we're supposed to look for him in every situation and not just on the major things, every even the smallest of things, because he's concerned about us. And she said, finally, he's there with a smiley face. There and I want to let you know, I just want to let you know that he is there. Yeah, he's there. He's there with mm-hmm. you right now in the midst of whatever you're going through. Jesus is there and he is ready to help you. And he said, you have not Glory to God, because you ask not. And many of us have not received the promises of God because we have not yet consulted with God. We too busy on the run from the devil, but that is not the time to run from the devil because God gave you power and authority over the enemy. That's so right. we need to use what God has given us. Don't be afraid to use it. Don't be afraid to tap into what the Lord has given you because I guarantee you, if you do it like he tell you to do it, it's going to work every single time and you will have the victory in Jesus name. Amen.
Well, amen. All right, now let's go ahead amen. and unpack some of these things. Uh, all <laughs> kind of things are going through my heart and my mind and my spirit. But very well said. Very well said. I'm in total agreement with every single thing you just said. We're just going to back it up and we're going to okay. step through some of those things. So we're talking about the enemy distracting. And I believe that Satan is one of the greatest artists of all time. And mm -hmm. if we really think about it, what he does, he draws pictures in front of us. Exactly. And, and he wants us to believe what he's drawn. He's exactly. an artist. So, um, Evelyn, for those who are listening and tuned in, mm -hmm. what type of distractions do you think are most common for the enemy to throw? What does those distractions look like? Um, sometimes it could be um, uh, miscommunication with your spouse, with someone you work with, someone in ministry, with your children. Uh, when there's a miscommunication, when there is not the proper communication, the enemy is at work because anytime there's miscommunication, then chaos can become a That's part of right. that. And, and then the next thing you know, you at odd with people that you don't need to be all because That's of right. a simple conversation that didn't go right. So I believe that's, that's right. one of the one of the major ways he gets us is in in miscommunication. The second way is to he gets us is to cause us to believe that he's not for real. And what all I right. tell people all the time, just because you don't believe the devil don't mean he won't attack you. Just because you think he's not for real don't mean he won't come after you and your family that's and right. anybody else who tries to come in that's and oppose right. him. So that that is another way he he distracts us. He also distracts us by way of sickness and, and having pain in our bodies because you know it, it's hard to be on top of your game when you're not feeling good. But when That's you come right. out of a but when you begin to come out of agreement with sickness that you know that it's symptomless. See, see, when I get sick, I I, I usually I kind of roll in it for a minute because I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. But then at some point I come to my senses and I say, God, did you send this? Are you allowing this for me to? to gain some knowledge from this? What, what are you trying to show me in this? Because some sicknesses are unto death and some are not. And I That's believe right. that the ones that the enemy sends are not necessarily unto death because he really just want to get you off of your game. He doesn't That's necessarily right. just want to kill you. He just want to get you out of the will of God. That's he right. just want to get you to walk away from your purpose, to abort the plan and the purpose that God sent you here for. So we just have to be mindful of the things. And, you know, not everything that bad is happening is from the devil. We also need to take that in consideration. That's I know right. many people give him too much credit because sometimes your mishaps are because of seeds that you have sown in the past and the bible says you will reap what you sow so some things that happened to you is because of a harvest that you sowed some time ago that you forgot about and then later on in your life that harvest will come into manifestation well that's not necessarily the devil that was something that you did you yeah. you you, in, you involuntarily gave him permission to wreak havoc in your life later in your life because of something you sold and you didn't make that thing right. When you got, when you, you know, some people before they got saved, they was doing all kind of stuff. And once exactly. they get saved, that once they get saved, they think some kind of way that they have been pardoned from those things, but you still going to reap the harvest because that's a principle in the Bible that's that it. whatever you, whatever you reap, you're going to sow. And because it's a principle, God cannot excuse you. Glory to God. Just because you said yes, just because you came and gave your life to him, doesn't mean that you're going to all of a sudden be free from the punishment. Now, what I believe your repentance and your asking for forgiveness does is it lightens the sentence. It makes God have a little bit more grace and give you a little bit more mercy, but it does not excuse you from that thing. Glory to God. You're going to have to reap what you have sown. And so that's another way the enemy, uh, he'll, he'll come by way of a distraction by causing you to believe that he's not 
he's not real. He's not doing any of these things, uh, you know, uh, but it's in the Bible where he says that we shall deliver and cast out demons. People shall be delivered and they shall be getting demons cast out of them. So that means that there is a possibility for us to have demonic influence in our lives and not even be aware of it. But he comes in many different ways. But those are some of the major ones that I would say that well he comes said. Well in those said. ways. You know, the whole purpose of a distraction is to get you to look at anything else but but but, but Jesus. Yes, yes. And that, that's the one our eyes always have to be focused on. You know, mm -hmm. um, the scripture said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they mm -hmm. shall see God. Mm -hmm. You have to see God at any yes. time, at any place, in any situation. If you are a child of God, then God is there. Mm -hmm. I don't care where it's at. I don't care what's Amen. happening. Uh, I remember when I really learned um, that lesson, I was in the hospital. I was a little angry with God about my situation. <laughs> I was hurting. I had lost my child. I was a little mm -hmm. upset. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't move. I couldn't use my hands. And there was a um, song playing. My husband mm -hmm. would turn on a, a, a CD before he left, and, and that CD would play those same 12 songs over and over. But this mm -hmm. was a new CD he had brought in, and this song came in. And uh, the song said, you are my God, I am your servant, you are my king, my Lord and Savior. And But anyway, it went on and said, here, hear the angels sing, all creation gives you the glory, and I will wow. lift my eyes and see you in holiness. Mm -hmm. And righteousness, and I was a little vexed with the lyric, so I was waiting for it to get through to the next song, but mm -hmm. that part kept repeating itself. Wow! And was nobody touching the thing. My my and it, my! It scared the stew out of me. I'm like, wait a minute, let me hear what God is saying. Yes, and, uh, yes. and, and that's when He taught me that principle. Mm -hmm. I don't change because your situation changed. Ooh, I don't change because of what you've been through. I'm mm -hmm. still holy. You got to see me the exact same way at all exactly. times because I mm -hmm. don't change. So that's why it's so important to look up. Now, mm -hmm. um, you talked about being divinely focused. Mm -hmm. I like that term, divinely mm -hmm. focused, because whatever we're looking at, that's the direction we're going to walk. You don't exactly. look to the right and walk to the left. If you look toward the right, you're going to walk to the right. So mm -hmm. if you're looking at the devil, if you're looking at your pain, if you're looking at your problem, yeah. that's the direction you want to go. So just say a little bit more about this divinely focused, because I like that. I believe what I speak, when I say divinely focused, meaning that you have consulted with Holy Spirit as to which direction I need to be looking, which direction I need to be headed, because anything that he gives you is divine. So when, when I say divine and focus, meaning that it's not a focus that you conjured up on your own or that yes. you thought of on your own. This is a yes. focus that the Holy Spirit has said into your hearing and say, this is what I need you to look at. This is what I need you to pay attention to. This is what I need you to, to, to not let nothing come between you and this. And so I believe that's what I mean when I say divinely focused, meaning that yes. it is a focus that has been orchestrated and that has been assigned to you by the Holy Spirit. And if you stay in constant contact with the Holy Spirit, he will always lead. The Bible says that he is left with us to be a leader and a guide into all truth. And so anything that is divine is going to take you to the truth. And the truth, the Bible says the truth is going to make you free or set you That's free. Right. And in order for many of us to be set free or many of us have not been set free is because we have not 
been divinely focused on the right truth. There are many things out there portraying to be true. There are many things that are out there that are imposters that are saying yeah. that they're true, but they're not the God's truth. There's not the truth of the living God that we know of and that we're speaking of. So you got to make sure when I say divine, meaning that it's not coming from the devil. You got to know what's coming from the kingdom of darkness and what's coming from the kingdom of light. Yeah. And when you become, when you as an intercessor, you, you you gain skills and strength in that area because you begin to know his voice and you begin to know the leading That's of him. Right. And when something comes from the outside trying to pull yeah. you another force, you be like, oh no, that ain't God. You know, right off the bat, that's not God. That's right. And you know, and guess what? When it ain't God, you know not to give any attention to it. You know not to even look at it. You may take a glance, but a glance is not the same thing as a focus. That's yeah, it. A, a glance is not the same thing as a focus. I that's I can right. glance over there. I can glance over there and see my child cutting up. But when I begin to focus on him, guess what? He gonna straighten right on up because yes, he, he knows that mama is look. <laughs> mama is looking at me. And so you know, we we just want to make sure that that we are divinely focused in this hour because. There are many things that are beckoning for our attention. There's much yeah. chatter going on in the spirit that is trying to get us to be pulled away from because I think the enemy's main agenda is to get us off of the path that God has for us in order to fulfill what he has for us to do because our our destiny is bigger than us. It's not just about us. It's about those we are to impact, That's right. those that we're in to impart into. So if we are our focus, then guess what? We can't do nothing to help the other people. So now we got other people that are, have been assigned, God has assigned an audience to us and to our voices. So when we become undivinely focused, then we're not going to be, those people are going to be just going around in circles because, you know, it's more than just us. You know, in other words, basically you, you got to not be selfish. You can't just think about yourself. You got to remember that this is God's program. You have partnered with him to do his goodwill and to put Come his on. good pleasure. That's good. And so when, when we keep that in mind, then the divine focus can stay. The, the thing that you want to, what you come into agreement with, you know, and then you'll be able to say, not my will, but your will be done because it is his will that we're contending for in the first place and not ours. Okay. If, and if Amen. that's where we're focused, right? If mm -hmm. that's exactly. what we're looking at. Oh, mm -hmm. I love that. That exactly. is so eloquently said and very well because divine comes from God. He exactly. has divine power. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, it's, it's just beautiful. Thank you. That was beautifully said. Another Amen. thing I want to talk about that I thought was good, too, uh, that you mentioned about us at, uh, getting help and not getting the wrong help. Yes. We all need help. That's mm -hmm. natural. But where are you getting it from? Wherever yeah. your focus at. See, all these things tied together. And mm -hmm. you uh, gave the admonition, the warning about connecting to the mm -hmm. wrong help. So I want to revisit that because a okay. lot of times we'll reach out, but we won't reach up. And I exactly. think there's a big difference in that. We have mm -hmm. to always lift our eyes up to the exactly. mm -hmm. Yeah. So a little more about that connecting with the wrong help where we are reaching up. Okay. So sometimes I believe when we are, when we are reaching up that's going to be the help that the lord will send that will be the help that is uh, not going to get jealous that's not going to be envious that's not going to be in competition with what god has given you to do this is the help that knows that my assignment is to help carry you to the next place so when we begin to look and receive the wrong help the wrong help will um, try to talk you out of the will of God. If you ain't careful, you can connect with the wrong somebody. They can talk you right out of the will of God and you can be on the path to do the right thing. And because this person 
and another thing about the right help is that they will also have the vision. God will allow them to see the vision that he has placed before you. So therefore, there will be no, you have, you won't feel like you have to explain everything what you're trying to do because God will have connected you by way of the spirit. So therefore they're getting some of the same information that you're getting. And when you That's connect right. with the wrong help, they are sometimes they'll want to question you and then they'll cause you to begin to doubt what God has said. They will cause you to begin to rethink and, and be, begin to say, well, I'm not really sure. Or either they'll cause you to feel like you're not able to do it, that you're not qualified or that you're not able to do certain things. And so therefore you have to be careful about who you connect with and all help is not good help. Some help there is say that a, one more time. There is a price. All Just help is not good help. Say that one more time. All <laughs> help is not because that's it's not good help. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Thank you. Because because some help is gonna have to be a payback. Glory to God. Some help is not there to help you because they want to help you. They want to have something to hold over your head later down the line. There there's a uh there's an ulterior agenda behind some help so you got to be able to look around the corner and say okay the bible says that we're supposed to be trying to beckon for the help that comes from the lord but we need to make sure that we're not receiving help that's not coming from him so whenever help shows up in my life the first thing i'm going to go is holy spirit did you send it because i don't want to be gravitating towards something yes like a magnet like a magnet and then this thing turns out to be an electric bar wire space in, in <laughs> i love that beautiful <laughs> you know, analogy yeah you know i, I don't want to be connected with something thinking that it's from and it's so important because it's just too easy to check with the lord and find out if it's him or not you know because there are many things that are especially when you're getting close to destiny when you're getting close to purpose when uh -huh. you're getting close to a breakthrough the enemy is going to be sending all sorts of things and if you're not careful you will fall for the okie doke because it's going to look so real. The Bible says that he portrays himself as an angel of light. So yes. therefore, if you don't know the difference between the angel of light and the angel of darkness, you can be fooled. And the only That's way right. you're going to know that is by way of the word, because you have to also take into consideration the devil knows the word, but you also have to look at the twists and turns and the, the, um, the, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. The devil always has an ulterior agenda. It's never going to okay. be cut and dry what it is. It's always going to be, you're going to have to do this and then I'll do that. It's going to have to be some situations like that. So we just have to make sure that we are allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us because, you know, God didn't leave him here in the earth for us for nothing. If, he, right. didn't think that was a, if he didn't think it was a good idea, if he didn't think it was going to be a good fit for you, if he didn't yes. think that it was going to work for you, then he yes. wouldn't have left it. But because he left it just like water, he left water for us to drink. Now we drink many other things, but I guarantee you at the end of the day, you better be drinking some water because your body will start to shut down because there wasn't That's God's right. divine order for your life. There wasn't his divine uh, form of nourishment for, for liquids to be in your body. So we have to make sure that we include and let God's plan supersede any plan that, that man could come up with or that either we can think of in our own mind. That's right. Well said, Amen. well said, well said, well said. One last thing I want to talk about is mm -hmm. we talked about looking up, mm -hmm. but Jesus and, and, and David made it real plain. He said, I'm going to lift my eyes up to mm -hmm. the hills from mm -hmm. where my help comes. Mm -hmm. And I was asking the Lord, I was like, why are, why is David, what is David talking about these hills for? Why the hills? And what I received in my spirit is the hills is where David and where we generally experience God's power. Mm -hmm. When we look to the hills, we always have to be reminded about God's power. 
I don't care mm-hmm. what power, because there's many powers exactly. that are at work in our world. And mm-hmm. there's things that are done that could blow us out the water, but we always have to look up. And remember, mm-hmm. out of all the powers, there's not a power greater than mm-hmm. the one of, of the power of God. And I'm in love with the power of God. I love to Amen. see power working in my life, not just mm-hmm. to uh, uplift me or not just to exalt me. I like it when it changes me, when it cleanses me, when it moves me from faith to faith. I think it's very mm-hmm. important. So. Just say a little bit about those heels. Your thoughts on that? Okay. Well, I, what he says, um, I look at the I look at the heels as being a place of elevation. Yeah. Meaning that that I am like the Bible says that we are seated at the right hand of God. Yeah. Even even, even in warfare and prayer, I I walk from a place of seated at the throne and not on the level playing with the enemy. Because if you if you expect to win, you got to always try to be one step ahead of your of your opponent. And so when I look at, uh, when I listen to that, say, um, lift your eyes to the heels, that means that there is an intentional place that you need to look at because by um, just naturally, we look straight ahead, right? Mm -hmm. We just look straight ahead, but Uh you got to be intentional and on purpose to look up. That's right. That means it's going to have to be a decision made on your part that I'm not going to focus on what I see right in front of me. I choose to look up. And when you begin to look up, we know that God is in a place of upness. We know that we don't think about God coming from down. We look at him from a place of being up above us in the third heaven. So I believe that when it talks about those hills, it is talking about a place of elevation, a place where we know the spirit of God will be and not necessarily on the same playing ground as where the enemy is, because we know that he is considered to be the prince of the powers of the air. That's right. But when we lift our head, when we lift our eyes up, we're looking up even above that. We're That's going it. even higher than that. So we're focusing on the God Himself and the Spirit and the Holy Spirit Himself to give us direction and to give us leadership. So we are to look from those places. And even when we begin to engage in spiritual warfare, we need to warfare from a place as being seated next to the Father in heaven. And we know that heaven is not a downward place because That's even right. in the scripture. Even in the scripture, every time somebody went up, it was a place of celebration. Even when Moses went up, when you look up, you need to know that you're going to come back with the right answer. When you look up, you're going to come back. You're going to you're going to get the right uh, prognosis, diagnosis, whatever it is that you need. It's going to be exactly right for you. And anytime in the scripture where somebody went down or somewhere, it was always chaotic. It was always going to be some some stuff that they weren't expecting. Somebody was going to be caught off guard. It was going to have to be some partial truths told in that downward place. So it was good that he told us to look up. And that that means that he was telling us uh, you got to be intentional about doing it. You got to be on purpose doing it. You got to choose to look beyond what you see, because it is just humanly natural for us to look straight ahead. That's when right. You just when you just look and you look straight ahead, and the only uh-huh. time you look up is if things are raised up above the norm. Oh, glory to God! That's a preach right there. Yeah. When you look at above the norm, the norm is where Satan is usually. He's usually in the norm. He's usually in that arena. But when you begin to do uh, looking at the abnormal places, that means you're looking to God for help because He's the only one that's going to be able to give you the right help. Because, like I said before, we can look to. Um, man and we can receive help but it may not be the same help that we get from God that'll be um, eternally fixed versus something that is temporarily That's you right. know it, it's going to be working for or it may not be enough 
Exactly. It could be <laughs> insufficient or it could be the wrong help that's just not going to last. You know, it's just going to be for a period of time and then you got to try to do something different. So it's just, it, to me, it's just better to partner with God and do it his way. He doesn't have his way in the Bible for us to see if it'll work. He's telling you it's going to work. That's but for right. some reason, we as humans, we want to test everything under the sun and then come to him last. And I just choose on purpose to do it the other way. And that is to go to him first, because I feel like I don't have time to be going back and forth with making a whole bunch of unnecessary mistakes. When right. the right way has already been provided for me in the word. So if That's I just right. get in the word and allow the word to do the work that it can do, then I'll be satisfied every time. You know, they used to sing a song when I was a kid called Anyway, You Bless Me, Lord, I'll Be Satisfied. That's right. Well, I... Well, I added my own verse. Anyway, you tell me to do it, I'm gonna be satisfied because I know go. that what you tell me to do is what's gonna work. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, yeah. guys. Well, I know this conversation has been a blessing to you. Um, thank you so much, Evelyn, uh, for your yeah, thoughts. Welcome. You know, I write yeah. these thoughts because God told me to. First of all, direct, mm -hmm. direct obedience to what God told me to do, and mm -hmm. even. Um, Actually, just a transparent moment real quick. I was looking back. I've been doing this for about six years now. Wow. Yeah. Six years every day. Purple ball. Every day. And I was thinking, you know, maybe it's time for me to do some. I listen to what I'm saying. I was thinking maybe mm -hmm. it's time for me to do something else. You know, let me wrap this up or whatever. The moment that crossed my spirit, I had three people exact same day reach out to me and tell me about one said the purple thought saved their life. Wow. One said, I wake up every morning looking for them. That's how I know what scripture to go to. One, I said, mm -hmm. okay, God, I hear you. I'm looking <laughs> up. I'm hearing you. Yeah. So be encouraged people. Don't be distracted. Lift mm -hmm. your eyes to the hills. Look for Jesus. That's Look where your help is coming from. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I know again that this thought has been a blessing to you. And if you enjoyed any of the thoughts that we've spoken to about on this podcast, if you would like more, please just go over to Amazon, pick up my journal, Building Hope with Purple Thoughts 2022. Proceeds benefit my nonprofit, the Amos House of Faith. And if you prefer a signed copy with my purple pen, just email me. <laughs> Justina at JustinaPage.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next week for more of Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. Go have yourself a blessed day. Bye-bye. Amen. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive.